This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively for your ears. In each episode, we put a different contestant to the test, and it all leads up to a season-ending face-to-face trivia death match. Best friends, what's to do better? In season one, it's all about podcast hosts, because I always wonder, what do they really know? 20 contestants, 15 questions, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode. Thanks for taking the time, really. No matter what you're doing, maybe you're at the gym right now getting swole. Maybe you're running. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're at your desk pretending to work. At least you're pretending. You know, that's all we can ever really ask of you. Well, anyway, I wanted to pay homage today to one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I'm going to play the title music for you right now of a certain TV show that's not on the air anymore. I want to see if you can identify it. Have a listen. And if you're not quite sure, maybe this will help. That was obnoxiously loud. Uh, Well, even based on that little clip, if you know it, you know it. And you love that show and you're screaming the name of it right now. And if you don't know it, well, I feel sorry for you because you missed out on a really great show. Good thing it's on Netflix, I think. Anyway, if you don't know the answer to that, stay tuned to the end of the show to find out. Now let's get right into today's episode. On today's podcast game show, I have AC Fuller of Writer 2.0 podcast. AC, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Oh, glad to have you. Now, um, you are where today? I'm in Hansville, Washington on the... Uh, in the Pacific Northwest, about an hour from Seattle. An hour from Seattle. And what's Hansville's claim to fame? It doesn't have one. It's a very tiny town, <laughs> one store, tiny post office. I would say we have a lot of beaches. That's the, the best thing about Hansville. Lots of little kind of pebbly beaches in the Pacific Northwest. And our town has probably 20 beaches and you know, only a few hundred people. Oh, so it's on the coast. Beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful out here. Oh, yeah. All right. And uh, AC, tell us a little bit about your podcast. I know you're a writer. Uh, you have a book and your podcast, again, is Writer 2.0. Yeah. So it's a podcast uh, for writers and aspiring writers. Uh, I interview authors from every genre, from romance to thriller to mystery to nonfiction. And I also talk to literary agents, journalists, publishing experts. It's really everything you need to know about the writing world and the writing business. Uh, it's like a writing conference in the form of a podcast. So it's a little bit of everything for writers and those interested in hearing from great authors. I have both tiny self-published authors who are just getting started to big bestsellers with 50 books out on the podcast. And I started it partially to make connections for my own career because I am an author. My first book, The Anonymous Source, which is a media thriller, came out about 10 weeks ago. That's available on, on Amazon and various other places. And uh, just to have a lot of fun and to learn things myself. And I've learned a huge amount about the business and the craft of writing through having the podcast. All right, cool. And where can we find you online if we wanted to, uh, you know, the books on Amazon? Where is your podcast? 
Uh, it can be found on iTunes. Just type in Writer 2.0. Uh, it's on Stitcher. It's on TuneIn Radio. And it's also on my website, www.acfuller.com. And AC, before we get started, what's a random fact about you that your audience might not know? Well, I've never shared this with my audience, I don't think. I wrote the opening scene of my novel, uh, which is a man actually escaping from the World Trade Center on the morning of 9-11 is the opening scene of the book. And I wrote that while sitting in the parking lot of a Goodwill while my daughter was shopping for clothes with her friends. I have a very busy life. I'm a busy father, so I have to write whenever I can. I do most of my writing in the morning. But my opening scene actually came to me while sitting in the parking lot of the Goodwill, and I wrote it uh, on my phone while sitting there. Was there something about Goodwill that just inspired you? (laughs) You know. The good deals, maybe? It was a big, vast parking lot. I'd been thinking about the scene for a few days, and it just sort of all came out very quickly. Because uh, I knew I had an hour while they shopped before I was busy for the rest of the day. So I think it was more just I had to get my you know thousand words written that day. Uh, that's what I aim for each day. And that's where I happen to have the time to do it. You are a true writer then. So do you have a fun random trivia fact for us? I do. And I, I thought I would make it a writing trivia fact. Uh, so the question is, we'll see if you, you know the answer. It's uh, who is the first American writer to win the Nobel Prize for Literature? And I bet almost no one knows who this is. Any guesses? Uh, Walt Whitman, I don't know. No, that's a decent guess. It was actually Sinclair Lewis, who is probably not one of the more well-known American writers now. But he won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1930, and he was the first American to do so. And he had just actually turned down the Pulitzer Prize for Literature four years before that because he didn't like the idea of prizes that singled out writers. Was he the one that did the jungle and all that stuff back in like the, the horrible no, working conditions? No, that was Upton Sinclair. Upton, <laughs> all yeah, right. S- similar name. Uh, I got but half of it guy. right. Similar name, but different guy. And uh, nope, so that was S- Sinclair Lewis uh, wrote uh, a, lo- a lot of different things, but some things that kind of satirized uh, of the American life of the teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. All right. Well, now I feel a little stupid, but I remembered half of my education, at least. Um, Yeah, well, just that you know who Upton Sinclair is is actually pretty good. Most people have never even heard of him, so or the jungle. (laughs) Well, thank you for making me feel better. (laughs) I hope you do awesome today. Uh, We're going to ask you a variety of questions. You're going to answer 15 questions here, and one final rapid-fire question at the end. I'll explain how that works. Uh, You need to get at least 10 correct to qualify for the tournament at the end of the season. I think you'll be able to do quite well at that. You have three cheats, all right? Two hints. So two questions, I will give you a hint as best I can uh, without giving you the answer. And the other one is I will turn the question into a multiple choice question. Okay, great. If you use that on a multiple choice question, that's not really going to help you very much. But um, just keep those in mind. And then at the end of the season, our top four players will face off for a tournament. And whoever wins that will be the undisputed champion of podcast trivia. Oh, I should say the undisputed podcaster champion of trivia. Sounds good. All right, let's get started. Question one. How many points are a touchdown worth? Six, assuming we're not counting the extra point. Six is correct. That's right. We're not counting the extra point. Question two, 
believe it or not, only 29 people were arrested trying to smuggle weed out of this U.S. city's airport in 2014. Only 29 people were arrested for smuggling weed out of this city's airport. Well, I need a hint. I'm going to use a hint. You want a hint? Okay. Yeah. It's going to be the largest airport in the state of Colorado. I got to say Denver. That's all I can think of. That's right. That's right. You okay. Good reason there. That's right. Since they've legalized it, you would think it'd be a lot more. But a um, little fun fact about that. No citations were written and nobody was arrested, even though they've caught 29 people in the past year. Rare case hmm. of TSA being um, understanding, I guess. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so I'm not recommending you smuggle weed out of Denver at all, but those are the facts. Okay, next question. This is question number three. Who hosts the Nerdist podcast? And it's actually a multiple Is choice. that Mark Marin? <laughs> no, it's a good thing this is multiple choice because it is not Mark Marin. Your answers okay. are Alex Bloomberg, Chris Hardwick, or Joe Rogan. Nerdist podcast. Bloomberg. Is that your answer? That's my guess. Okay. I don't. I don't really know. That's my guess, though. Bloomberg. Uh, oh, unfortunately, it's not. Actually, it's uh, Chris Hardwick hosts the Nerdist podcast. Okay, boy, I should have known that one. You got plenty more to go. Don't worry. Question four: The first generation iPhone was introduced in the United States. On June 29th of what year? Ooh, let's see. 2000 and... Let's see. 2009, 2000... I want to say 2009. 2009? Yeah, I'm going to say 2009, yeah. All right. 2009 is AC's guess. And... Uh, unfortunately, you were close. It's 2007. That was a tough question. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Good lie. question, though. I had to throw a few curveballs in there. All right. Number five. The city of Saigon was located in what modern-day country? China? China. Uh, oh, my goodness. No, it is actually oh, no. Vietnam. I'm Oh, Vietnam. Oh, God, of course. Yeah. Now it's Boy, called Ho Chi Minh sites. City. Yeah. All right. I got to get back going here. The last flight out of Saigon into the Vietnam War. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. We got plenty more to go. Here's an audio question. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to play you a sound bite. The category is sports. Tell me if you can identify what this sound is, okay? Play it for you. Wait, can I hear it one more time? I want to say a golf ball being hit. All right, let's lock you in on a golf ball. That is absolutely correct. Nailed it. I'm so okay. glad you got that. Good. I was going to say badminton at first, but I'm glad I listened to it twice. Yeah, you got to think I'm not going that obscure on this show. So we're now we're on to question number seven. In 2015, Seinfeld was added to what popular online video streaming service? All of the episodes of Seinfeld. Boy. 
I don't feel like I've seen that on Netflix, but I might have missed it. So then I would want to say Hulu if I haven't seen it on Netflix. Is there any other streaming services? Boy, I think I'm going to say Hulu because I haven't seen it on Netflix, but I could have missed it. So, all All right, right. final answer, Hulu. We're going to lock him in on Hulu. That is absolutely correct. It is Hulu. Great guess. Good. I'm coming back a couple in a row now. Yeah, you can see I kind of designed these questions to hopefully you can kind of educated guess or reason them out. Okay. Yeah, these are these are good questions. Really diverse set of questions. I like it. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Your next category, your next question is in food and drink. The question is tequila is made mostly in what country? It's not a trick question. Okay, I want to I guess I got to say Mexico. Mexico is uh that is exactly correct. Okay, good. I was thinking maybe it was some other South American country that I didn't know, but good. A couple in a row here. Here we go. You got to remember, back. not until the end do I start throwing maybe a couple, a, a one or two curveballs at the most. So, little hint for future contestants. Next question. This is multiple choice, thank God. Which of these is not a real Twitter account? Drunk Hulk, Feminist Hulk, or Social Justice Hulk? Are we talking about Hulk Hogan or Hulk the cartoon character? We're talking um, Hulk the Incredible Hulk. Okay. Social Justice Hulk, Feminist Hulk, or Drunk Hulk. Wow, I've never heard of any of those. Uh, I'm going to go with Social Justice Hulk as the one that is not real. He says Social Justice Hulk. Let's lock him in. And the correct answer was... Social justice Hulk. It just didn't sound like it belonged. I can picture the drunk Hulk and the feminist Hulk a little bit more. All right, let's go to your 10th question. And you're a writer. You might know this. In what film did Oprah Winfrey make her big screen acting debut? The Color Purple. You nailed that one. I don't think most people would have known that. We had to watch that and read that when I was in seventh or eighth grade. So I remember that one well. It's a great book. Good point. And, All right. And, so and a movie is, too. And that was directed by Spielberg. Yeah. It was, it was it, in 1985, and it was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Based on a phenomenal book by Alice Walker, I believe. So after 10 questions, you have seven right. You're doing really well. You've only used one of your, of your uh, cheats. That was a hint. So you still have one hint. And one turned into a multiple choice. So you're looking good. Okay, good. Your next question is an audio description question. I had a previous contestant describe something without saying what the thing is. And it's a noun. It's a thing. And you have to try to figure out what he's describing here. All right? Okay. And this is Joe Thoreau of 401 Stories Podcast. He's a storyteller, so he kind of did a little dramatic something here. Whoa, whoa. Is that a weapon? Oh, that looks like it might hurt. It's, that seems like a high voltage. Hey, don't blank me, bro. I'm going to go with, yeah, I got it. I'm going to go with a taser. <laughs> what, what, what gave it away? 
Uh, well, the high voltage weapon, and then I remember some something said there was some uh, thing that went viral where someone was yelling "Don't tase me, bro!" to a cop as he was getting dragged out of somewhere. Or other. That was exactly right. Good job. Um, it was a student at the University of Florida a few years ago. That's right. Yep. I uh, that's actually where I went to school. Not during this, but uh, it was quite hilarious. There were T-shirts that said "Don't tase me, bro!" everywhere. I remember that. That was it was pretty disturbing, actually, that video. But I, yeah. I, that was a good retelling of it that he did. <laughs> All right. Well, you nailed that one. Don't tase me, bro. Let's move on. What e television network show was hosted by all of these people? Hal Sparks, Greg Kinnear, Aisha Tyler, and currently Joel McHale. Wow, I'm going to have to go with uh, a hint or turning. Can I turn that into multiple choice? Oh, you absolutely can. Your choices are it was either the Kardashians, Talk Soup, or here comes Honey Boo Boo. Talk Soup. That's exactly right. It was about okay, the easiest good. three I could have given you. <laughs> I knew, I, I remember Talk Soup. One more cheat to go. Your next question is also multiple choice. Might be a little bit harder, though. Which, which French actress who starred in Inception famously said that 9-11 was an inside job? All right. So your choices are Marianne Cotillard, Catherine Deneuve, or Adrian Barbeau, and you say... I'm saying Catherine Deneuve, but I, I really don't know. I didn't see Inception yet. He says Catherine Deneuve. Uh, oh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Oh, no. Marion Cotillard. Cotillard? Oh. I'm French, and I don't even know. Me neither. Um, I do know, yeah, I've seen Inception about five times, and I did not know that was her name until probably the third or fourth time I saw it. She's like, oh, you haven't seen it, but she's the scary person that lives in Leonardo DiCaprio's head. I've heard it's a great movie, though. Oh, it's terrific. One of the best. So, still looking good. We got two more to go. Let's finish this out strong. Your next one is a geography question. When you're gored running with the bulls in Pamplona, you're paying your medical bills in what currency? Hmm. What country are we talking about? I think we're talking about, let's see, Pamplona. Is it Spain or Portugal? I think it's Spain. And I think it's, is it a, okay. is it a, is it a Spanish peso? Is that what they use? Yeah. I think, uh, help you. I, I think, or wait, did, or did they convert to the euro? Boy, uh-oh. Mm. Let's see. I, I, uh, I'm I not sure I should probably know this. This is embarrassing, whether they used the euro there or... Hmm. You would know if you've been, but if you haven't, then you're going to be taking a guess. Yeah, I... Uh... Okay, I'll use my last hint. Do I get one more hint here? You do get one more hint. Okay, great. I'll use my last hint. And your last hint is going to be, this currency is used in more than one European country. Okay, that gives it to me. I'm going to go with the euro then. That is correct. That, that okay. Is, were, were you going to say something else? I was, I was close to going with the Spanish peso because I think that used to be their currency, but I'm not even sure of that. Yes. So. Um, my note here says that it was once the Pesada. But then Europe had to get all unified and uh, got the euro. The Posada, okay. 
Yeah, it's maybe not- the Spanish peso is just something I made up, or maybe that's what some people call it. In any yeah. case, I'm going with Euro, so that worked well. Yeah, you got it. All right, so you're already at 10 questions. Let's do the last one here. What 1999 low-budget student horror film is credited with launching the idea of viral marketing? You got to think back. 1999, a low-budget student horror film that obviously made a big splash. Blair Witch Project. Any reason why? Um, boy, maybe it's maybe it's the first Saw. Uh, I, I think Blair Witch Project. I think I remember standing in line to see that. I was ninety nine. I was around twenty, which is which is what I think I was. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with Blair Witch Project. I think Saw was a little bit later, but I'm not actually sure. So I'll go with Blair Witch. All right, he's going with Blair Witch. Lock you in. Oh, that's correct. (laughs) I was worried it was Saw. Okay. You are correct. Saw was a little bit later. Saw was like a bigger budget studio film, whereas the Blair Witch Project was actually made by a bunch of students from the University of Central Florida's film school. And it went on. I'm not exactly sure how it got picked up, but it became a huge thing. Do not watch it unless you take some Dramamine because you will get motion sickness. Yeah, I remember feeling a little bit disturbed by it. Not because I found it scary, but because of the shaky cameras. Yeah, exactly. So after the question round, you've got 11 out of 15. And considering the difficulty of these questions, I think you've done really well. So uh, last question here, and this is a category question. And your category is, name as many present-day Japanese car companies as possible in 15 seconds. And go. Toyota, Honda, Kia, Mitsubishi. Five uh, seconds. Let's see. All right, time is Yamaha. Yamaha. Right, you got Yamaha in right under the wire. I'll take. They it. might make keyboards, though. I'm not sure. Cars are not my specialty. Answers. You said Toyota. You said Honda. You said Mitsubishi, and you said Yamaha, which doesn't really take cars, or doesn't really make cars. We're not going to accept that. And you said Kia. Kia is actually, I just Googled it, uh, that is based in South Korea. Uh, Okay. Very close. get it, though. That's all right. You got, (coughs) so you got three. That's good. Some others you could have named were like Isuzu, Mazda, Nissan, Suzuki, I believe. Yeah, boy, those are all ringing bells. Anything that ends with an I, basically. I was hoping you were going to have me name NFL teams or something. I probably could have gotten a lot in 15 seconds. Oh, man. Oh, sorry. Maybe next time when you're on. Next time. AC Fuller of Writer 2.0 Podcast. You got 11 right, and then you got two, or I'm sorry, you got three out of the final. So this combined score of 14. That's pretty good. Give yourself a hand. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Uh, the only one I'm embarrassed about missing is Saigon and Vietnam, but I'll get over it. Yeah, hey, every, it happens to everyone. You did well. You got more than um, 10, so qualify for the next round. And um, before we wrap things up, what did you learn today? The Saigon and Vietnam thing, I learned that. Uh, you know, I also learned that I should really see Inception, and it made me want to go back and watch The Color Purple again. 
All good things. AC, thanks so much for being on the show today, man. We've had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Great, great fun. And I'll talk to you again sometime. Okay. And as we wrap things up, I promised you at the beginning of the show, I would tell you what TV show that theme noise, I guess, theme noise is from. Here it is one more time. Well, it's from the TV show 24. That's right. One of the best shows ever featuring the biggest badass ever, Jack Bauer. Actually, if everyone listened to Jack Bauer, the show would be called 12, not 24. Jack Bauer is such a badass. He doesn't even need to search the internet. He just stares a computer down until it gives him the information he needs. One more. Kiefer Sutherland drinks to forget all the terrible things Jack Bauer has done. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Anyway, those are a few of my favorite Jack Bauer facts. You can look them up online. Well, thanks for listening. And if you want to know more about today's show, go to podcastgameshow.com. You can find show notes to this episode with all the links that we discussed. And you can also sign up for exclusive email updates from the show and play an online version of the game. So check it out. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure to tune in next week as Matt Edwards of the Rearview Podcast asks us this. There's really only one actor who's ever appeared in only five films in his entire movie career. And each of those five films was nominated for Best Picture Oscar. Who is it? Find out next time on Podcast Game Show.